coffee I have today is fantastic. And we're talking Linux Plus today. So I'm going to go officially live, and it should be live, and it should be great. So guys, um, first of all, thanks for joining me this Monday. Uh, Monday is one of the hardest days of the week to get started, but I try to choose to love Monday, so Monday motivation all the way. And let's talk about Linux. Um, I recently decided to take the path, take the plunge to start learning Linux, something I've been afraid of for a long time, but now I'm doing it, and I'm going to get the new Linux Plus exam, the... Oh gosh, I forget what it's called now. The uh, XKK whatever, whatever, something, something, something. XK0004. Something along those lines. Um, and now, I'm having to approach an exam I've never like, never even touched before. Uh, Linux, I'm very much a noob on. And I'm having to decide how I approach this. I wanted to tell you what my study tools are. What I'm using to attack this exam. Really for two reasons. First, because I want to show how I study. And second, there's not much out there for this new exam as of yet. Now, you may be watching this in six months, and there's so much stuff available, and you're lucky. But for those of us right now wanting to start this journey, it's kind of rough. So, <laughs> let me go through. And uh, if you're just joining now, we're talking about Linux, guys. Linux, Linux, Linux. If you love Linux, give me a woo or something in the chat. Let's go. <laughs> Linux is actually really fun. I've been studying it, and um, I'm having a blast. But let me show you what I'm using. Now, when I study for something, I approach it with three things I need. I need a book, I need a video series, and I need a really, really good lab. Um, and then maybe, maybe a pra practice exam. I always struggle with saying practice exam. Maybe a practice exam, maybe, uh, but not always. Because I like to go into a test um, with real world experience and just try to take it dry without having practice a bunch of stuff. But that's just my preference. Anyways, got a good woo from Andy Loca. Appreciate it, brother. All right, <laughs> um, so here we go. I want also a big shout out to all my members here who recently joined. There are up to 40 members on the channel, and it's fantastic. So if you want to be a 10x engineer, hit that join button below. I'll put a link in the description too. Anyway, so here's what I'm using. Let me show you my screen. First, what I'm doing, and it's kind of a new thing. Actually, switch back to me. It's kind of a new thing I'm doing. Um, if you've ever heard of Kanban, it's a way to, uh, it's an agile thing. If you're in IT and you're a project manager, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you've dealt with projects, you know what I'm talking about. But it's a way to visualize tasks and move them through a process. And it just makes it easier to manage. And I'm like, okay, let me try this with a, an exam, a big study topic. So this is what I'm doing. So here I have Asana. Let me move my thing over here. So what I did is I created a, uh, an Asana board and every one of the exam topics on the new Linux Plus exam, I created a little to-do on it. So you can see I have my to-do section, my flashcards, lab, done, and then teach. Different phases of my study process. So when I'm like studying, for example, module 3.1, um, I'll move it over to the notes flashcards and I'll start making my notes. And uh, you guessed it, my flashcards. Then when I feel confident, oh no, not that yet. When I feel confident, I'll move it over into my lab process, and then done. And then I have an extra thing, and this won't be for every topic, but it'll be teach, where I make a video about it, or I teach my kids something. Now, it won't it won't be every topic, because, I mean, let's be honest, not every topic is super exciting, like uh, Grub and Grub 2 bootloaders. That's not very super exciting, so I probably won't make a video about that. But other stuff is really fun, like projects I'm going to tackle, and how it relates to those particular exam modules. So I will be making videos like that on this channel. But anyways, let's get back to my screen. So 
I create this Asana board, Kanban. And again, that's Asana, A-S-A-N-A. -A. Uh, let me zoom in on that so you guys can uh, get it. Yeah, Asana. There's also Trello. I've heard great things about Twello. So anyways, so this is, this is how I'm kind of tackling my study. Now you can tell I'm at the very, very beginning of this. So I'm still a baby on this. And as I go through all these exam topics, I will complete them. Now, if I jump into one of these guys, I'll actually have a further breakdown. I think it froze up on me. Let me jump in here. I have a more breakdown in each individual little subtopic, and I can mark these off as done. Now, this is how I tackle every exam I am going to take. Now, this, this new thing I'm doing with Asana is just a way of managing it, but that's how you should tackle an exam. Go get the exam topics, break them down, and don't move on until you feel you know the topic on the exam. Uh, people get in the habit of looking at a video course or a book and just going off the book or the video course as their Bible. No, 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 no. Those are resources. The exam topics are what you look at. So that's really what you sh how you should come about this. So anyways, let me show you what else I got. Oh, by the way, I will answer questions here as soon as I finish my spiel about what I'm doing here. Drink your coffee. So anyways... I apologize for the creak as I'm moving my uh, arm here. Sorry, that was a coffee break. Okay, so as far as the book, what book am I using? Well, right now the book is kind of slim pickings. Now, I am using the old version of the Linux Plus exam, the LPIC one. Um, so I'll refer to this. The only reason I'm using this one is because it's available on O'Reilly, and I pay for an O'Reilly subscription. Um, it used to be called Safari Books Online. No longer that case, but hey, it's good. Um, I also, I, I did it, and I, I, I kind of feel weird about it, but I went out and bought the, the CompTIA official student guide exam book. Um, the only reason I feel bad about it is because look at that price. 140 bucks for a book. Man, it's, it's rough. <laughs> so I bought it, though, because, again, it's CompTIA made the exam, and uh, they made the book. So I'm like, okay, if, if, if they're going to put it on the book, they're going to put it in the exam. I want to make sure I had this as a reference. Um, it may not be the best teaching material, but it's my best for reference of how deep I need to go for each topic. So that's why I chose this. Now, I want to get into what I do for um, how I memorize the topic, how I break down the topics and start to live it, breathe it, like I love to with a new exam, Cisco stuff and the like. Um, how do I approach this? And I'm, v I'm a very big advocate of flashcards. Flashcards are the absolute best thing you can ever use. And um, you really need a flashcard program that uses something called spaced repetition. Basically, someone throws a, a fact at you like, hey, um, what, what's, what, is o, what, what is OSPF? What does it stand for, right? Um, and then you answer that question. And then it will give you that same question maybe in a day. And you answer the question again. And then it'll give it to you in three days. And then in seven days. And then in 12 days. So it spaces it out. That way you cement that idea in your brain. And I stink and love it. Because it's not like traditional flashcards where you're just going through. and Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It's great to memorize things. And my favorite, all-time favorite flashcard program I've been using forever. And you'll laugh when you see all my, my decks I have in there is Anki. A-N-K-I. Sounds like donkey, but it's Anki. And um, let me show you what I got. Um, here is the, uh, let me switch to my screen here, the website Anki. It's a free flashcard application. And that's the killer part. It's flea, not flea, free, but only on the desktop. If you want to get it on your, um, on your phone, like iOS, it does cost like $25. So I, I paid that because I, I, I 
study on the go. But this thing's fantastic. Now, here's my desktop application. Now, you'll see I studied French and Hungarian and all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, but then within Linux Plus, I'll just go in here and create flashcards. And the killer thing about this is you can create flashcards that have like fill in the blank. So if I look to do study now, um, you can have a fill in the blank. You can enter the command. So you can cement these things into your brain. Anybody know this one, by the way? If you know it, put it in the comments or the chat. Command to impersonate a root account. Anybody know this? Anybody know this? Anyways, you'll get a cookie if you get the if you know that one. So now that's that's what I do when I uh, study any topic is I try to make a flashcard about it and I try to make it as challenging as possible um, so I can remember it. Like I don't want just like a oh yeah multiple choice. No, I want to like really challenge myself to where I have to know it. Um, let's see what else am I using? Oh, videos, CBT nuggets. Well, the problem is right now. Oh, someone said it's free on Android. So yeah, Anki is free on Android. They, uh, you get the Apple tax with Anki. <laughs> Why do they do that? I guess because they know we'll pay it, right? Had no choice. Pseudo is the correct answer. All my pseudo people coming at me. Never seen so much pseudo in my life. Now, I was told that it was supposed to be pronounced sudo, but then I heard that only weirdo nerds do that, and you really should just say sudo. Um, I was told that, so don't, don't yell at me. Now, uh, as far as video courses, video courses, no one has completed their video course yet for, for the new Linux exam. Nobody out there. Um, CBT Nuggets is not immune to that, but they have done a great job. Sean Powers, my buddy, my friend, his course, I've been watching it. He's got like two uh, skills or modules out so far, and they are fantastic. I love it to death. It keeps me entertained, and the labs are pretty good too. Awesome, I mean. So yeah, for a, for a video course, yeah, I gotta re recommend CBT Nuggets, because Sean is an amazing Linux instructor. Um, now, as far as labs, my favorite discussion, labs. What am I doing for labs? Now, in a video, a previous video, I mentioned uh, there were a bunch of options. Uh, you could put it on Windows even. <laughs> like, that's insane. You can go to the Windows App Store and install the Linux subsystem on your Windows computer. Now, people bashed me like crazy saying, oh, you're installing Linux on Windows. How dare you? And it's inferior and it's not going to work well. You're right. The, win the Windows... Um, Linux subsystem isn't a full-fledged Linux environment, and I'm fully aware of that. Uh, it is good just to try things out, but it will not be a replacement, and I actually, I've actually changed my tune on that. I'm not going to use it for my exam. I'm not going to use it for my study. So what am I going to use? So the, the big question is with Linux, um, it does have a lot of distributions, a lot of distros, a lot of flavors, a ton of them. So what, do I, what am I going to use for this study? What, what am I going to use for my exam uh, study? I was thinking about... Now, I, I've been saying Ubuntu, but it's not, it's it's uh, Ubuntu, and I'm getting used to saying that, Ubuntu, Ubuntu, here we go. Um, I was going to use that, but then the CompTIA official guide said that they are going to use CentOS, um, C-E-N-T-O-S, and uh, that's what I'm going to use. It is a, it's the free version of Red Hat, so if you know what Red Hat is, Red Hat is like enterprise Linux, it's, I mean, it's it's killer and um, CentOS is the, the free version of that. It pr it's pretty much Red Hat. So if you're learning CentOS, you're learning Red Hat, and then you can jump right into the your Red Hat certifications. Killer. So labs, what am I doing? Y'all know I love Azure. Y'all know I love the cloud, and I love any chance I can use the cloud, and that's exactly, exactly what I'm doing. Now, yeah, you could do a virtual box. You could do um, VMware Player. You could install on a server if you got a server. I've got servers. I can install Linux right now on my servers in my data center, um, but I, I, the cloud is too easy. And I'm going to make a video about it, but the cloud is pretty much free for a lot of people for the first 30 days. You get 200 bucks credit, run a Linux machine in there, and it's killer. Uh, now, the only thing I was worried about was, okay, I deploy. Let me just show you what I have. 
my um, Azure environment is ridiculous. Uh, let me show you. I have spent 50 bucks, but I, I've been doing other Azure stuff, so don't don't think that's how much it's gonna cost. Anyways, I go to my virtual machines, and I've got my um, I've got a bunch of stuff here, uh, but my Dumbledore machine here is my CentOS machine. And he's beautiful, so easy to set up and control. And uh, what's cool is that I thought I might have a problem getting to the GUI. Because, yeah, you know, Linux does have a GUI, and sometimes you might want to use it. Um, but I, I installed RDP. Uh, it's amazing. I'm actually remoted into it right now. This is my CentOS desktop. And um, it's actually GNOME, or I don't know how to pronounce it, GNOME. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you just this this is the desktop. I can launch all kinds of tools. I mean, it's 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 cool. It's awesome. I still have the option of going straight terminal by SSH, but I do have this desktop option. So I will I will make a video about that of how to do that and get yourself set up. But I think, man, this is by far the best way because hey, you get to learn a little bit of cloud while while you're learning Linux. And I want to be able to spin up all kinds of distros just at the drop of a hat. It's fun. Um, and it shouldn't cost too much money. Like I auto shut down my machines at night. So it's only running when I'm labbing and then it's done at the end of the day. So uh, Azure only charges you money when you're actually running your virtual machines. That's it. That's what's cool about the cloud. You pay for what you use, not for what you have. So anyways, that's what I'm using for a lab. Let me know what you're using for a lab. If you're studying Linux right now, um, you may have just replaced your desktop. That's cool. You may be doing dual boot. You may have a Raspberry Pi, which is cool too. But I love the cloud and the ease in which I can just quickly, like, like I'll be honest, when I was, <laughs> I was learning um, how to set up administration accounts and I was uh, messing with the, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll appreciate this, the sudo edit command. And I was editing that the sudoers file and um, I, I broke it. <laughs> I made a mistake and I broke it and I couldn't do anything. They warned you about it and I broke it. Um, but yeah, with ease, I can just deploy another VM. Not a problem. I'm in the cloud, endless resources, and it's incredible. So I will make a video about that because I think it's, it's the coolest thing you can do. Um, now other stuff, uh, the other ways I'm going to learn Linux is by doing projects. Um, I'm definitely having like, I have to admit when I get to the book and I feel like, uh, I'm getting to a portion of the topics where I'm just learning theory, like how does Linux boot? How do you lab booting? You boot. <laughs> That's what you do. You boot it. Um, so like I, I love labbing. I'm, I'm a, I'm a lab slut. I love it so much. And I've just got a lab. Um, so I want to have projects I can just jump into when I'm feeling bored when I need to just get my hands dirty and actually learn something. Uh, so I'm definitely gonna be tackling like creating a web server uh, and doing more advanced things, um, setting up Ansible, um, connecting my uh, my Linux box to uh, my, my domain controller, my Windows domain controller, setting up a Samba, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, but there's also this amazing website. Uh, it's it's out of this world and um, it's I was introduced to it by my uh, uh, pen test buddies. I set up a Discord server. I don't know if you guys knew that. So I've, I got a new community. It's a Discord server, almost 2,000 members, and it's incredible. So no matter what, whatever certification you're studying for, jump into it, people helping you out. I mean, I've st I've had these moderators who just designed this Discord for me, and they're incredible. So shout out to you guys. You guys are amazing. But anyways, they uh, a lot of pen testers from the Mini Hats Club came over, and um, they were showing me all kinds of stuff. And one website is called Over the Wire. Let me show you. Um, it's kind of like the challenge I gave in my Linux video. 
But basically you go through, you, you SSH into these machines, like the first challenge is Bandit, and it takes you for like a very entry level w uh, way of uh, tackling these challenges. And you kind of go bigger and bigger and bigger. You can see I have levels over here on the left. Um, but essentially you SSH into a server and you have to solve a challenge. It's very basic. The first one's just like, you know, CDing around and changing directories, but it gets progressively harder. But you're doing something, it's physical, it's awesome. And it's kind of like a, 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 a CTF, a capture the flag situation, uh, but it's you know it's not like super intense. It's just fun. You can go in there and do it. These guys are amazing. I'm so impressed by this whole system. It's incredible. But anyways, that's how I'm tackling learning Linux. Um, I'm having a ball with this stuff, and uh, I'm also going to try my best to take what I'm learning in Linux and apply it to the other disciplines I'm studying because I think that's the best way to learn. Um, so I will be picking up more Python after after that interview with um, Cisco Panther. I mean, how could any of us feel uh, we, we should do anything else but learn everything? So um, I will be picking up more Python and, and trying to tackle that. And, uh, and I'm going to try and apply that with Linux. And also, I'm going to be, uh, he challenged me uh, to go through CCNA again. There are things in the CCNA I have just plum forgotten. Um, and it's sort of embarrassing for me to think I, to say that, but no, I haven't touched it in a while. I've been knee deep in Azure in collaboration. I rarely, you know, touch OSPF. Uh, I've got EIGRP running in my house. I don't touch OSPF, so I forget things. Spanning tree. I don't have. I have one switch in my my environment. I don't know spanning tree. I don't like the back of my hand anymore. So I've got to get into it. So. What I'll be doing, and this is kind of an announcement, I guess, for the channel, is I'm going to try and introduce more teaching. Not just, oh, hey, guys, motivation, certification. I want to do more teaching. I want to teach more, like, I'll take a Linux topic and expound upon it because I love it. And I'll take uh, maybe a CCNA topic and expound upon it and go deep and maybe take it from CCNA to CCMP to uh, maybe CCIE. I don't know. And we'll just go deep. And then maybe I'll try to automate it. And then we'll just see how that goes. So let me know what you think about that, if, if you're game for that, if you think that'd be kind of fun. If not, I won't do it <laughs> because I want I want people to watch it, obviously. Uh, but I think that would be fun. Um, I can't wait to just sink my teeth into the CCNA topics again that I've forgotten. Um, and I'll be doing that pretty stinking soon. Um, so yeah, I think we're at the point where I can answer some stinking questions because um, I've been talking for a while. Uh, how are you guys doing? Um, Discord? Oh, the Discord server. Chris Sandoval said Discord. Um, it's networkchuck.com forward slash Discord. Let me uh, type it in there. There it is. So yeah, um, jump in. I'm, I'm actually in that Discord quite a bit, more than I should be because I should be studying. But um, yeah, it's it's fun. I'm having a blast in there. You should go, uh, go get in there. Now, I saw someone... Uh, post earlier about uh, should, I'm studying for the CCNA would it be unwise to jump into Linux, add like another learning track into your your system here no I don't I don't think so, I, I think it actually might help you because often you might get bored going down one technology, like I do Like I, I'll be working on Azure all day and I'm like I hate the cloud right now, <laughs> so I need to jump into something else so jump, like it's kind of like Cisco Panther if you guys haven't seen the interview, go watch the interview. The dude makes me, it's embarrassing for me because like he's just such a boss. But uh, I mean, he'll, he'll study Python, then Linux, then AWS, and then he studies networking as like his relaxing time. 
which I don't understand that. When I'm studying networking, I'm having fun, but it's still work for me. It's not relaxing. Relaxing is me binging Netflix or playing a video game. So that guy's insane. Um, anyways, <laughs> um, now I do see a question about, um, what was it? I saw something about Red Hat. Um, as far as best Linux certifications, I will be making a video about that. Um, as I finish up the Linux Plus, I am I may keep going because I love it that much. So I may go that direction. Because it is, it is super, super fun. And I may go Red Hat. I may go... Uh, I don't know what else there is beyond Red Hat, to be honest. I mean, there's LPIC. Um, but CompTIA kind of shamed them. So I'm just kind of reading the comments. All right, so someone asked about Azure. Um, he said, is Azure really free? Uh, what do I have to do? Yeah, Azure is, um, you can just sign up for an account. It's free for the first 30 days. What they do is they, they're trying to get you in, obviously, but you can take advantage of it. Uh, but if you sign up for an Azure account, they give you $200 of free credit to use for the first 30 days. And what that means is you can spin up as many resources as you want, and uh, when that $200 credit is exhausted, you're done. It's like it's like going to Chuck E. Cheese and you get tokens. You you don't get charged anymore. Just your, your tokens are gone. Um, and then you can switch to a pay-as-you-go account. And um, really, it's it's not that expensive. It really isn't. Like if you're running one Linux virtual machine, it ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. All right, we got a super chat in the house from T uh, Patrick. Uh, Patrick says, I'm a CCNA, circa 2010. Um, who took a turn into regular IT for the last nine years, trying to learn Linux and AWS, and you started doing all this stuff. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you have a particular question, let me know. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the, the, the mantra. Like I used to be very much a person who says, um, if you want to make good money in IT, specialize, become an expert in one thing. And that's true for some disciplines. Like uh, It's still true, I believe, for Cisco collaboration. if you, I, I truly believe if you chose to go down the Cisco collaboration path right now, you can still make a ton of money because people just don't do it. I'm telling you, they don't. I made a course on uh, CCP collaboration, the first exam on CBT Nuggets. And it's not a very popular course because people just don't learn it. Um, so yeah, picking the rare skills, definitely solid. However, man, everything else, you got to become wide. You got to have a wide breadth of knowledge um, to be a network engineer a successful one, a, a boss one, like Cisco Panther, Python skills, um, maybe some Windows admin skills, AWS, Azure, it's all moving that way. You, you gotta become a jack of all trades almost in a way. Um, you do have to kind of pick your, your expert discipline. Like, I mean, you, you do wanna be the tried and true network engineer. You gotta know those things, but you gotta have those complementary skills to be able to just be that guy. All right. Um, okay, fine. I'll answer one CCNA question. Question, uh, Ray Saul. Um, do you think does he think he has time to get his CCNA uh, using the two test method before Certpocalypse? If you don't already know this, um, Cisco revamped their entire Cisco certification track, and um, the CCNA is going away as we know it. There's a new CCNA just called CCNA, and uh, you have until February 23rd to pass the current one. Let's see. Now it's July 29th. Um, oh boy, that's a tough one. I, I think if you hustle, you can do it. Honestly, I do. I mean, what is that? So it's pretty much August. So September, October, November, December, January, February. That's six months. Give yourself three months per exam. Uh, yeah, I think you can do it. 
you could do it. Um, the only problem is if you get to an exam and you, unfortunately, if you fail it, then you don't, you're, you're kind of losing time there. But it's definitely possible, still possible at this juncture. I think you can still do it. So, dude, go for it. Jump into our Discord channel and we'll encourage the crap out of you. <laughs> so get in there. And I'll, and I'll, again, I'll be making videos about CCNA topics to just reinforce whatever you're learning. All right, let's see. Uh, Gerson. I love your name, dude. Uh, IPAM. Oh, I think he's just answering somebody's question. IPAM, IP address management. Cybrary is free and good for uh, Linux as well. I didn't know it was free. I thought it was paid. Is there a Linux learning game? I don't know of any Linux learning games. Like uh, that over the wire thing I mentioned. Uh, quick display on that again. Wait, I'm not sure if I'm switching back to it. I can't see. Yeah, like this learning um, over the wire thing. It's kind of a game in a way. You're like capture the flag pen testing kind of stuff. Um, and also in, in the in the Discord channel, uh, we are talking about doing some capture the flag type stuff. If you don't know what that is, uh, go look it up. Look up Capture the Flag. There's some cool videos on it. I was kind of uh, new to the idea, and it's it's wild. It's pretty cool. People breaking, just uh, doing contests to break into things to see if they can actually penetrate something, and and you're testing all your skills. It's insane. It's really cool. Ah, man, I need some more coffee. I'm drinking some uh, Guatemalan coffee today. Um, great question from uh, oh Joe Beach said dark roast or light roast always light roast I can't do dark roast anymore it's like drinking an ashtray I can't do it <laughs> it's it's weird I used to love dark roast I used to drink um, well this is back when I drank Starbucks and I don't do that anymore uh, but I drank the uh, oh, what was it Sumatra I think and uh, now it's it tastes like an ashtray it's dirt to me it's medium roast all the way or even better light roast you can just taste the flavor enough geeking out uh let's see uh gosh i had a, i saw a question here that i wanted to answer and it's gone now uh let's see oh cyberry is paid by the way someone just answered that cyberry is paid they uh they sold out oh bad dory said oh we got a new member in the house i'll address that in a second but dory said uh do i need a degree to be in networking or ccna or ccmp uh well, will that suffice um i don't have a degree uh, my brother doesn't have a degree, and we are both very successful network engineers. So, no, you don't. In fact, I uh, I don't like college at all. So, welcome to the the team, a new member, Super Tal Three. Thank you for joining. If you want to become a member, it's only a dollar ninety nine uh, a month, and you just get some cool stuff. I'll be adding some really cool stuff later on. Um, let's see. I got a question from William Murray. How can someone find more remote work in networking? He's been in the field for about seven years. Lives in Alaska. <laughs> Sounds like you're already remote. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to move again. So this this was something that's uh, near and dear to my heart. And uh, let me just look at the other question and make sure I don't miss it. Uh, I worked very hard to try and find a remote job, and it took me a while. Um, I think you need some experience before you become remote because you have to prove to employers that you are trustworthy. They're not just going to let a freshly minted CCNA, fresh out of the gate, uh, work remote because you're not tested on if you're a valuable employee or if you can actually work at home by yourself and you have that self-discipline. You have to prove that first. Um, but for me, it took um, building my skill set, making myself valuable, and then advertising in my resume that I only wanted remote jobs, like only. But I'll tell you how I got my first remote job. It was kind of funny. 
I kind of uh, lucked my way into it. I, uh, I, it was a, it was for an MSP. They were desperate, like they needed someone bad, and it was for collaboration. Collaboration's a rare skill if you get it. You can kind of call the shots if you're in collaboration, and uh, so I got the job. Uh, or no, yeah, I went for the interview. I got the job, but I was like, I'm only, I'm only gonna do remote. And this is when I wanted to travel. <laughs> if you guys remember the video where I made a video about uh, me traveling the world, my or traveling in the U.S. with my family in an RV, we were gonna sell everything and move into an RV. Never did that, but that's what I wanted to do. And uh, so I told them, I'm, this is the only way I'm gonna work here is if I can travel the country and work remote. And they said, yeah, because um, I had experience, I had a skill set that was highly sought after, and um, that was history. Um, but so now, as far as like job hunting for remote jobs. Put in your resume, remote job only. Like advertise that um, emphatically. And uh, if you got a good skill set, people will find you. And then just, I, I had job searches like on LinkedIn and everywhere, just like remote, 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 remote. And I would, and even if I wasn't qualified, I would look to see like what, what I needed to become a remote person. It's, um, I think nowadays it's very much, you have to be uh, rare with like programming skills. But I hope that answers your question, William. We, uh, if you wanna to go to the Discord server, we can talk offline. Um, all right. Super chat from Dimitri, thank you, sir. Uh, do you feel employers would look at Linux projects or any other IT projects as hands-on experience? That's an interesting question I've been wanting to explore. I think the answer would be yes. Um, because like, what, think about a programmer. If a programmer wants to get hired, they don't go the certification route, they go and they create projects on their uh, GitHub, right? They, they program an app, make it look pretty, and uh, that proves their skills. And that's kind of their resume. I think the same thing could be applied to IT, honestly. Um, if, if I'll tell you what, if I were just starting right now and trying to become a network engineer, that'd be number two, what I'd do to get a job. If I were trying to hustle. Um, first, I would make sure I was out on Twitter, I was on YouTube, I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm posting. I'm posting about my study, posting about this and that. I wanna make sure the world knows I wanna become a network engineer and I'm gonna advertise the crap out of that because that's how you get a job. Um, second, yeah, creating, um, like figure, what would be fun is if you could find out, uh, like what, what I often do is when I apply for a job, I try to find out as fast as I can what IT infrastructure they have, either by Googling around or something, or trying to try, uh, what I'll do is I'll try to friend the network engineer on LinkedIn or connect, and I'll talk to them to find out what they have. And then I'll try to ex get as much experience in that technology as I can by labbing it up. Um, I think it'd be cool to find out if we could find uh, network diagrams for companies that have their existing network infrastructure out there and then try to lab it up yourself. And you, I would put it on my resume. I'd say, I mean, you, you want to be honest about it, but I would say I created a, a network um, that does so-and-so and this and that. I mean, it's amazing what we can do now. You don't even have to go out and buy a bunch of physical hardware. You can do this all in GNS3 or even G, which I'm about to try, by the way. Um, you don't, you can do anything you want right now. It's it's a crazy like that's why I love the freaking cloud, freaking Azure and AWS and Google Cloud. You you can instantly say I've messed with the cloud by signing up with a free account and five minutes from from now you're watching this and you can say you have cloud experience. It's crazy. It's crazy what you can do now. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Um, but yeah, I think that would be an interesting thing. I think it'd be a really cool sociological sociological experience experiment. Easy for me to say, right? I'm starting to get tired. Uh, let's see, any more um, burning questions? I would love for you guys to jump into my Discord community and um, start creating these scenarios. Create labs that you can either break. Actually, you know, it might be kind of fun for uh, you guys to create labs for me to do live. Uh, uh, that'd be kind of fun. 
maybe like a stream where I try to break your lab or I try to solve your lab. That'd be kind of fun. Testing your skills and my skills. Um, that'd be kind of hard, actually. I was thinking about doing that with David Bumble. We were talking about that. That'd be kind of neat. So Timothy Niles asks, what's my favorite cloud provider? My favorite is whatever I'm working on, and that's Azure. <laughs> um, I think Azure is going to kill it. Uh, AWS is the king right now, without a doubt. AWS rules the world right now. But, boy, you better believe Azure is going to swallow them whole because Microsoft is a monster. They're a monster. They're, I mean, if you don't use Azure, you still use Microsoft. Still do. All right, welcome to the team. we got a new member, Sebastian Orlandini. I think I said it right. Thank you for joining. Um, I will be having exclusive member live streams. I do have an exclusive um, uh, group in my Discord community where it's just us members. I check it every day. I try to jump in there. I'm very attentive to it. So if you want to join the team, jump in there. Ansible Lab. Good idea, Boombox. I do want to do an Ansible Lab. I'm going to I'm gonna be jumping a lot into uh, network automation here very, very soon. That's why, I'm, that's why, you, why, why do you think I'm doing this Linux stuff? Why do you think I'm learning Python? These are all skills that pour into network automation. And I don't want to just dip my toe in the water. I want to jump in. I want to get saturated in it. I want to be like Cisco Panther. I feel like that should be a t-shirt or a bumper sticker. I just want to be like Cisco Panther. <laughs> Dude's a beast. Um, question for you guys. I I can't create a whole CCNA course. I wouldn't do that. Uh, but I do want to add CCNA topics that you guys struggle with as a video on YouTube. So let me know what topics you want to see. I know like subnetting might be a big one. IPv4, OpenStack, good idea. Just saw that. I know IPv4 and IPv6 subnetting might be a good one. So let me know if you want to do that. Um, but what what are other CCNA topics that just you would like to see me talk about? If you already know it, you just want to see me talk about it or just you struggle with, let me know. Let me know. Uh, new member, Waddled Penguin. Great name and welcome to the team. Um... I'm not, I'm not going to say I show favoritism to my members, but I certainly do. And uh, I do <laughs> have a dedicated member uh, place in my uh, my Discord. And I will, if I don't know the answer that you ask, uh, like whatever question you ask me, if I don't know the answer, I will find somebody. And uh, I got contacts. OSPF or EIGRP. Now, EIGRP is going away, guys. As far as the CCNA is concerned, the CCNA perspective, EIGRP does not exist. Uh, but OSPF is very much alive. Um, but yeah, GRP will be a thing on CCMP. I am so stoked. I keep forgetting about the new concentrations. I'm so stoked for that. Spanning tree. Spanning tree is a good one. Spanning tree is a good one because I forget that stuff all the time. <laughs> I can't wait to go back through it. I love spanning tree. Uh, why is everyone thinking Timothy Niles? What did he do? Where did he go? Timothy Niles, why are you being thanked? Anyways, uh, sorry, I'm like ODD. ADD. WAN technology, that's a good one. Oh, I actually found out about this WAN, WAN simulator today. I might be playing with. Networking Doctors. Is that what's his name? Um, ah, what's his name? Forget his name. He's a cool guy, though. Now, as far as Python, I, I love Codecademy. Uh, I was talking about that with... Uh, with Cisco Panther. Code Academy is great because you can just jump in there and just start coding immediately. You know, like it's not, even, it's a, not even a second thought. You just go in there and code and they take you through a process. New member, Donald Harmon. Welcome to the team. Thank you for joining. 
OpenVPN. Um, I have used OpenVPN a lot. Um, I'm actually, I, I'm wanting to, um, so, news about me, I guess. I, uh, I'm building a house. I'm finally, it'll be my first house purchase. I'm building a house and I'm going to outfit it with the geekiest stuff I can possibly find. And I'm trying to figure out what hardware to put in there. I'm not sure if I want to go Cisco Enterprise or if I want to go all homebrew uh, open source. So I might be like doing PFSense and OpenVPN or I could be doing Cisco Iniconnect. Who knows? Um, Ezra, thank you for the super chat. ICND2 tomorrow. Oh, good luck. Everyone uh, wish Ezra good luck. That's rough. Or is it a she? Sorry, I can't tell. Good luck, Ezra. And yeah, let us know if you pass. Like seriously, let us know. A uh, great question from uh, Farouk: um, Is the A plus core worth it? Um, it depends on what stage in life you're in. If you are at the very beginning and you don't know squat about computers, you can't fix your own PC or you couldn't fix someone else's, like you're not the go-to for your family, um, and you do not have a job in IT, I would start the process. A-plus is good if you don't have a job on a help desk. Only place it's good. Now, if you are already on a help desk, forget it. A-plus gives you a help desk job. Start studying something else. But it's great for getting that first help desk job. So yeah, if, if, you're, if you're trying to get started, uh, and it's always better to get started at the bottom. Get started in a company at the very bottom where you can move up uh, and uh, A-plus will get you there. So yeah, if you're in that stage of life, go for it. If you're already a help desk guy, don't. Go for CCNA. Go for something else. Azure, whatever. Azure administrator. Um, Bryce, or Brace, thank you for the uh, super chat. Ubiquity. I do actually have Ubiquity in my house right now. But I'm thinking about doing something else. Let's see. Ooh, uh, Jose is going for a CEH. I've been uh, thinking about that one. I, I'm just I'm becoming more of a cert slut. I want all the certifications. I'm also go, I'm also thinking about um, building a computer, building a PC for uh, myself and my daughter. One for me is gonna be souped up and uh, and crazy, and also one for her. That's gonna be all pink and unicorns, but it'll also be souped up and crazy. I want to teach her about the process. I think might be that'd be kind of a fun video. How was CCMP switch exam? Uh, CCMP switch is fun. It's really really fun. It's not an easy exam. I, f I failed the first time. That's really fun though. Is it too late to start CCNA study? No. Start right now, though. Like, start tonight. Like, you should be, after this live stream, study right now. And also, I, I did start, uh, I didn't cover kind of my study progress as far as um, how often I'm going to study for this Linux Plus. Um, I'll be, uh, I'm going to dedicate an hour in the morning. And then um, I got to get my work done. Got to get work done. Uh, but as soon as my work gets done, I'm back at it, trying to do as much as I can. Flashcards when I'm at the store or waiting somewhere. I'm expecting, oh yeah, Laz Diaz is the network doctor. Doctor, Good guy, got a lot, got a lot of passion. Uh, but my wife is almost due as well. I'm having my fourth kid, and uh, she's, about to, she's about to pop. So I'm expecting some downtime here in a bit. Um, someone asked, what Linux distro am I learning? I'm doing CentOS right now, because it is enterprise. Super chat from Network Guy on the Run. Thank you, sir. 
Um, he says he's currently studying for his CCMP route and switch. Uh, my video on getting those two certs by February motivated him. Good, good. And get those suckers, man. Get it. Um, it's a great certification. If you have it before then, you're going to win big time. Someone's going to WGU. Super Tau 3. One of my members. WGU, if, if you have to go to college, if you have to, if you want that degree, that's one of the best places. That's the only place I actually entertained. And I went to it for a while. It's good. It's great. I just uh, got to a point where I couldn't justify spending my time uh, doing college because I was already a network engineer. I was already doing it. Didn't need it. All right, Garrison. Uh, CCNA security or CCNA wireless before February 2020? Um, well, or CCMP switch. Uh, I would say CCNA. Ooh, that's a tough one. What do you guys think? That's a tough one. You know, it's almost to the point where getting CCNA security would be good. You would have it for three years. It would look great on your resume. But you could also go and try to pass one of these CCMP security uh, exams. Just pass one of them. And then you're halfway to CCMP security on the new track. That also might be something uh, something to consider. And uh, so if you, if you pass one of the CCMP security exams, just one of them, you have to get four to get CCMP security currently. If you just pass one of them, Sir Apocalypse hits, suddenly you have a specialist certification in whatever that was in. So if you if you got firewall, you're you're a, you're a next generation firewall or firepower specialist, and uh, then you just got to take the core to become CCMP certified. So I, that might be worth considering, Gerson. But um, I think security probably be the best one. So whether it's CCNA or um, CCMP, go for it. See, I saw a good thing here below. Is there a replacement for CCDA? Uh, no. They'll be adding design specialties, uh, the design concentrations on each track. So like enterprise will have a design. Um, security will have a design. But yeah, <laughs> design's gone. The CCDE will still be around because a lot of people are still going for that. And it's it's valuable. But yeah, design track is almost, almost, almost dead. And security... Uh, what Mark M just said, security is so big right now. It is crazy how big it is. And with every breach, you become more valuable. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, I can't wait for all the concentrations, seriously. Ooh, Docker and Kubernetes. Which, by the way, is the coolest name for anything. Kubernetes. I just love saying Kubernetes. Docker is fascinating. I did some Docker uh, training in my, uh, my Azure uh, stuff on CBT Nuggets, which is really fun. Docker is fascinating. I, uh, I'll i be doing more with that. Yeah, I, sh I should do a video about that too because Docker, guess where it lives? On Linux. It also can go on Windows too, but it's it's more uh, more Linux-based. If I don't live in America, can I get my CCNA? Yeah, yeah, you can. You, you, um, there are t When I was traveling in France and uh, in Budapest, I was uh, about to take my exam for, uh, I forget what it was, it was Cisco-related, and there there are testing centers everywhere, <laughs> everywhere in the world. It's crazy. I, I almost went to one in Paris. Um, super chat from Jace Gibson. Thank you. And uh, he says, should I just focus on my CCNA, or would you recommend studying Linux and Python at the same time? Um, if you're trying to get your CCNA before Apocalypse, February 23rd of 2020, no. Go CCNA hardcore. CCNA, drink it, live it, sleep it. Put those suckers under your pillow. Um, 
that's your life right now. <laughs> and now if you're studying for CCNA to take it after Apocalypse, yes. And this is advice I'm actually stealing from Cisco Panther in our interview. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're going for CCNA after the fact, then yeah, um, study Linux, study Python. It's all it's all part of it now anyway. Um, CCNA won't go deep into the Linux stuff. It won't go deep into Python, but um, there will be stuff on there about it. Um, so yeah, Jace, CCNA all the way if you're going before Apocalypse. Got a new member, Mitch Hubble. Welcome. I think I've seen your name everywhere. So Mitch, I know you've been a lot, around a long time. Thank you for joining. Capital One had a breach. Whoa, that's crazy. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be right there with you guys. I'm going back through my CCNA. Um, so, I, um, what's your for you, those of you going through CCNA? What's your favorite course? Um, of course, I love Jeremy Chara. He's awesome. I love David Bomble. He's awesome. But what are you guys using? I'm curious. I want to try and go through everything. Andrew, how do you become a member? Um, I'll put a link. Uh, let me find it. Actually, I don't know where it is. Uh, I'll uh, I'll put it in the description. But there should be a button uh, below my video if you're on a desktop. But it's like it's a dollar ninety nine a month. Um, it's what it's for. I'll just go ahead and spill the beans on this. Um, it's to support the channel. That's all it is. Um, as I I'm trying to invest more and more time into YouTube. I'm trying to get to where I'm devoting all my time to YouTube. Um, that takes a lot of things, right? Uh, it takes a lot of effort. I spend a lot of time doing this stuff. <laughs> it's a lot of time. Uh, and I love it. I love, I freaking love this. And um, I want to be able to do more of it. That's really the main reason. Plus, I'll, I'll be able to put more time into the, the membership stuff and give you guys cool things. David Bomble. He's he's awesome. Uh, and Chris Bryant. I always hear Chris Bryant is incredible. And so I, I, I've been asking this to people. As far as the book for CCNA, would it be Odom or Lamley? I hear that Lamley is like the best. I hear Lamley is like the boss, but I've never read his book. I always went OCG. Um, Gerson asked, what do I think about Net Academy? You know, I've never done it, um, but I have, I, I've hired a guy from Network Academy. Um, he actually started out as a, uh, it's great because they have a great job placement program. I don't know how much it costs. I think it's it's definitely more expensive than a, a self-study, but uh, his name was Matt. Matt, if you're watching, hi. He still works where I used to work. Uh, but he became a, uh, a contractor with Presidio straight out of Network Academy. Like got a CCNA, graduated from Network Academy, and he was working for Presidio, one of the biggest MSPs in the world, I think. And um, we contracted him to work at our company, and then we hired him direct because he was so good. Um, yeah, it's it's a good program, and they're doing some cool stuff if you can afford it. But it's not required. You can do so. I I think self study is like one of the best ways to um to get into IT because it's what you're going to be doing the rest of your stinking life. <laughs> you're you're when you get into IT, you are uh, you're becoming a professional student. You have to learn everything all the time. Odom has a lot of words and is overwhelming. I can see that. He's the official cert guide. He's got to include everything. I get that. Narbic. I hear Narbic is really good. Really good. I I, uh, I did go through a few of his labs before I went to the written IE, and I got uh, my butt kicked. But uh, he's solid. New member on the team, Everett Lala. Thank you for joining, sir. Um, no, I got a question for you guys. Um, I want to do more live stuff. And uh, I don't know what to do. Like, I love hanging out with you and just talking so this is fine let me know but i kind of want to do like uh should i do live labs should i do live challenges should i do a live teaching 
live stuff, what do you want to see? Like, I, I know, like, we have Twitch streamers and, and YouTube streamers who do gaming. That's cool. And you probably would have fun gaming with me, but that's not why you're here. You want to learn stuff. You want to see me do networking stuff or geeky IT stuff, Linux stuff. So let me know what you want to see. I'm willing to embarrass myself, too, so I'll do that. Um, thank you for the super chat. Silver American. I like the name. Uh, Lamley taught me everything about subnetting and VLS variable length subnet masks. Uh, I need to check out his book. I want to read it. Lamley's a great guy. He's been doing this forever. Live labs on Twitch. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be fun, I think. I was thinking about doing it with David Bomble. I, we, I was talking with David last week. I was like, David, you and I, we should do like a, a Twitch thing or we create a lab for each other and we try to break it. Or you guys create a lab for us and we try to break it or solve a problem. New member, Robert Wilhoit. Thank you for joining, sir. I'll see you in the Discord community. Yeah, I think th uh, live labs would be fun. Doing live labs. Um, because whew, I'm rusty and that would be fun. Ryan Benny, he's good. Ryan Benny is a great YouTuber. He, he produces all this stuff for free. I love the people who put their content on YouTube for free. Like Professor Messer. Dude's a beast. I love that. No, that's a name. New member, Montague Holmes. That is the coolest name ever. I'm jealous of you. I might I might name my, my son if I ever have one, Montague. Thank you for joining, sir. Let me let me get the member link. I need to find it. I don't know if people are asking for it. There it is. Alright, so if you want to join my membership, it's a dollar ninety nine a month at the base level. I call it the 10x engineer level, if you know what that means. That's kind of an inside joke with the uh, tech community. But there it is. That's the joining link. Uh, it's just a way to be a part of the community, give back. Um, I'll be doing like, I'll be doing some cool stuff. I don't want to give it away just yet. But the more people I get, the more I can devote to it. And um, I'm just going to be teaching all the time, basically, just showing you guys things. <sighs> yeah, okay, CyberOps. Brandon Cap said, says on Cisco site that CyberOps is not changing. Yeah, I guess they kind of, at first it seemed like they were just going to do away with everything, but CCNA CyberOps might still be a thing on the website. It's like, eh, we, it's, we're, not, we're not saying it's going away. It's still here, but we don't know what's going to happen in the future. Uh, DevOps is the new Boston town. It very much is Silver American. DevOps is um, it's killer. Uh, what is DevOps. I get a video video on that with Sean Powers, and uh, funny enough, it involves a ton of Linux, a ton of programming, and some some networking. <laughs> Mitch Hubble said, uh, "My brother is supposed to be a girl the entire pregnancy. It could still happen. I'm like halfway hoping for that." <laughs> My wife said she had a dream about that. I'm like, fingers crossed. Let's see. Um, how valuable is CCNA cybersecurity? CCNA cybersecurity? Adrian asks. I made a video about that, and uh, I don't. I, I was willing to go, like, I, I said no, it's it's bad. You should go security because cybersecurity, I think, is going to die. But they're keeping it around, so I, it's hard to say. And the government certifies it with some uh, some security clearances, so it might still be a thing. Might, maybe. Uh, but, oh, it's it's rough. I think I, I still think CCMP security would be the best route for anybody right now. Cybersecurity is kind of that weird thing. Link of Discord, I will put it in there right now. 
And then here's the join link again if you want to join the membership. Um, instead of Linux Plus, why not LPIC 1? And Daniel, no worries about being late. Uh, welcome. Well, you know, I, I want to go the new Linux Plus mainly because Sean Powers told me to because he said it was an amazing exam, and I'm prone to believe him because he's awesome. Uh, but I heard it's really cool, really really uh, deep hands-on. Um, frankly, I wanted to tell people to go for Linux Plus because CompTIA has more brand recognition, and as far as branding... That's the king. That's the game, how, how that goes right now. That's the reason that people get their CCNA and not their JNCA, their Juniper stuff. That's that's the reason. It's all about branding yourself. And uh, LPIC1, I hadn't heard of that until I started researching Linux certifications. Who's the, What's the Linux Institute or Professional Institute? Nobody knows what that is unless you're in Linux. Um, so as the HR person or a person hiring, they're going to probably know about Linux Plus more than anything else. That's the reason. I want to steer you guys right. And I, you know, I want to experience it for myself. If I take the exam and I'm like, this was utter crap, I'll tell you. I'm not a paid shill. I'll, uh, I'll let you know. All right, so I'm getting pretty close to where my wife is going to kill me if I take much longer. But I just love hanging out with you guys. Um, and what, let me know. I'll go back through all the comments and I'll read all these things, but let me know what you want to do for Mondays. I love just coming live with you guys on Mondays, kind of a Monday motivation. I do want to have a topic. I want to have something to talk about with you. I don't want to just you know, come on, hey guys, let's drink coffee, even though that would be fun, but I want to like bring something to you guys. Oh, LPIC is known in Europe. Interesting. See, that's something I would not know. That's why I always recommend, guys, go and look at your local job listings. It's always going to be different. Do you need physical hardware for the CCNA security? Can you study with something like Boson? Um, Boson NetSim, I don't think, will cover CCNA security because you need those appliances, um, like uh, firepower and um, even ASAs and stuff. Um, you can probably get by with GNS3 uh, or virtual stuff. Shoot, you can even install ASAs and firepower appliances in the cloud in Azure, um, which is cool. Why not the RHCSA, the Red Hat stuff? You know, actually, I, I was kind of like, hmm. Should I have picking, uh, picking, chosen Red Hat? Um, I'll probably end up doing that after Linux Plus. I think there will be a lot of overlap. But what I wanted is what the Linux Plus is offering, a good base overview, bottom level, starting from nothing. And it's it's a pretty big uh, industry cert. I mean, Red Hat, it's also really big. And I'll probably end up going down that path afterwards. I want to get a good taste, good flavor of everything with Linux. I will set up a poll in Discord for the uh, weekly Monday stream. Great idea, Mitch. Welcome to the team, Moises Vasquez. Also a great name. I'll, you, you all have the best names. Do not do that command. <laughs> Pseudo RM-RF. As far as I know, and I haven't done the command, that will murder your system. Maybe I'll just make a video where I just go on and I enter that command. I'll just do that. Don't enter that command, guys. Um, would I recommend... DevNet after CCNA. So there are DevNet certifications. Good question. Hard to say. Because um, the DevNet prof uh, the DevNet associate and the DevNet professional uh, is very much geared towards programmers, is what I, as far as I understand, and from what I've looked at the exam objectives. So it'd be like ninety percent programming concepts, as far as and it won't be like teaching you programming. It'll be like how to use DevNet, and then like ten percent networking. Um, possibly. Um, I th if you go down like the CCMP Enterprise track and you get the core, which you have to to become CCMP Enterprise, you can pick your concentration. There is an automation concentration, 
which um, I will be helping out with, by the way. I'll be teaching that. Um, there is an automation concentration, and that will be one half of the DevNet professional. So it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> Just deleted everything on root. Don't enter that command, please. Do not enter that command. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, guys, uh, getting pretty close to ending. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you for being part of this community, for making this all that it is. Being in IT is the best thing ever, and uh, I'm having a blast. Learning Linux is fun. Le learning Python is fun. Learning networking is fun. And I, I love that I'm able to make videos that you guys enjoy. And I, I love that we have this uh, back and forth. It's fun. So anyways, I'm going to call it a night. And um, again, I'll probably go live. Oh, welcome to the party, Perry Thompson, new member. I'll see you in the Discord. Um, I'll probably try to go live every Monday if, and maybe one other day in the week, maybe. Uh, but I want to make, you know, uh, main content where I like pre-record and edit so it's real quick and flashy and you don't waste your time. But uh, anyways, I will see you guys next Monday. I'll see you in the Discord if you're going to join the Discord, which you are. I'm in the Discord like every day chatting too much. So I'll see you guys in there. And that's it. I'll catch you guys next time. Oh, and by the way, um, I hit 100,000 subscribers uh, a few weeks ago, and I'll be making a video about that here soon. I'm going to try and do some giveaways and uh, be doing some cool stuff with that, so be looking for that. See you guys later.